Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to episode number 85 of the car wash. On today's show, MTN Top 8 recap. Bloom Santik is no longer. Jay-Z has left Pirates and so much more. Whether you're tuning on, in on SL Podcast at Zeta Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or Mahi King 96.7 Game Time, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Roberts, and of course, I'm not alone. Please welcome my good friend, Teko Madise. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good and you, my friend. I'm easy. Easy, like just. still eating breakfast there, brother. No, no, I'm done. done? I, had, I had to be quick. <laughs> One, two bites. That's it, brother, man. That's it. But we do start off with a world-class joke of the day. So here we go. Why don't dinosaurs make good pets? Because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you beautiful child. Okay. Where do you get the silly jokes, dude? <laughs> they're beautiful, eh? Ah, no ways. Absolutely beautiful. Anyway, from there we move on to pole position. Pole position. Position is a segment where we ask our fans and our supporters to certain questions and get voice note replies. This week we asked you what do you think of the first round of MTA fixtures and were there any upsets or surprises and this is what you had to say. Uh, I don't think there is lot of surprise. Uh, if you check all the team that lost during the quarterfinal of MTN 8, they deserve to lose. Uh, the team that go through to semi-final, they deserve to be there. You know what? The mere fact that uh, two teams were decided on penalties, it created a lot of surprises and well as upset. Uh, there are no big teams anymore. I'm very disappointed in the game. The game was uh, such a disappointment. Our penalty takers were really, really lousy. It was a nice weekend for MTN games where we saw Orlando Pirates losing to Morocco Swallows. It was a good game. Most of the people expected Orlando Parents to come back after losing Kalim Black Label Cup. Yeah, Queen, I'm, I'm sad, my love, but uh, things happened. Because of our right word. The last game we did play well. Since the boy plays it, but because of our right, football is football. Yeah, I'm here and I'm more independent. I was way away. Right, takes, I mean, it's a. Uh... It was an enthralling weekend, I would say. There was some good football, there was some bad football. There was a couple of surprises, I would say. Um, obviously, Orlando Pirates buying out to, to Swallows in that, in that Soweto derby. Mm. Um, I'm very impressed with Mamelodi Sundown's first half. They sort of backed off uh, towards the end, and I was surprised at the fatigueness of some of the Chiefs players, and especially in terms of the, the penalty shootout. Mm. Um, Amazulu Cape Town City, a uh, good game to watch. Um, I think that probably the better team won at the end. Uh, your take on the weekend, Tex? I mean, uh, let's start off with Chiefs and Sundowns. Um, good game to watch. I mean, imagine there were fans there, it would have been epic, but unfortunately not. But uh, uh, for the neutrals, not bad start. Yeah, it was, it, it was a good game. And I think it was um, uh, a game of two halves, if one may say. Mm, exactly. Um, I think Sundowns in the beginning of the show, total, total dominance. Um, they controlled the tempo of the game. Mm. And I think Sundowns went back to what they struggled with last season um, in, in killing games, you know. Mm. 
and 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 I think they they had a more they had opportunities in the first half to kill the game, make it yeah, three, make it three or four, eh? yeah, make it three, make it four, yeah. uh, kill the game off, and I think um, um, second half, Kaiser Chiefs became better. Um, different personnel influenced the game. Key and Dolly, to be specific, influenced yeah, the game. Come up, yeah, yeah, yeah the. You know, he had an impact as soon as he came into the game. So there was a lot of improvement from KZ Chiefs. But yeah, you know, penalties, it's always going to be one of those um, lottery games. <clears throat> and unfortunately, with, with this one, there was a lot of controversy. A lot, lot of people saying how they felt. A lot of people screen, you know, those screenshots going around and all that type of stuff. And... Um, Wendell Robinson getting a record. Yeah, he, he, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, it became now one of those games where, where now everything now um, um, just starts falling apart. And from, from an official's point of view, and I think it's, it could have been it, it could have been handled properly. And I think with with all the penalties that everybody's saying, Kennedy Mirini was off the line. Mm. That was saved. The linesman was there. He could have he could have done his job. Yes, of course. But also also with the ones that uh, Sundown scored that Itumelin couldn't couldn't save. He was also off the line. It's just yeah. that there was no consistency with with officiating on the day. And uh, and uh, you can tell there's a lot of there's a lot of. Uh, um, We've got a long way to go, especially. But it was a great game. And uh, Cape Town City, Sanda as uh, Amazulu. Yeah, very entertaining game. Um, there's a lot of... Um, um, you can see Eric's influence on, 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 on Cape Town City side. Yeah, straight off the bat, of, Yeah, yeah. A lot of running, a lot of energy. And um, and yeah, I think at the, at the end of the day, I think like you said, I think um, better team won on the day. You know, great goal from um, Tutuzi. Mm-hmm. And um, Solos, Pirates. Pirates, yeah. Hoo-wee. Sure. I think again, you know, bad officiating as well. There was, there was, there was, a, there was a moment where Solos could have actually be three zero up. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And 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 for me, I've always said that I, I don't want to be um, uh, putting in the work the whole week, practicing. You know analyzing going to work training training so hard to fight to be in the first lineup and once we there come the weekend we're just trying to play the game you know, to the best of we can to the best of our abilities and then the referee comes and decide who wins and i think that day it's one of those situations where the referee wanted to decide who wins cool. and, I, and i and i really really don't like when it comes to that but so also, you know put out a good, a good show you know, you can see, you know, there's, there is an, a little bit of an identity of exactly what they want to do. Hamaldini, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hamaldini, you know, um, um, coming back, you know, with a bang. That's just how he started last season. And I think with the London Pirates, yeah, with the London Pirates, there was a lot of confusion in the first half. A lot, a lot of confusion in the first half. I also said after the game that there's, there's a lack of identity in the team. You know, you don't, you don't really, really know exactly how they want to play, how they want to approach the game. There's a lot of similarities. Now for a good 12 months, haven't Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of saying similar, similar players on the pitch and you're expecting to get better results. You're expecting them to give you something different or else they're giving you the same thing because they are similar and probably seven to eight of them on the day they were and that couldn't help um, um, Asolos, um, Paris to, to, to get better results. But I think at the end of the day, I think Morocco Solos were outstanding. Uh, irrespective of the mistake that Lorena Paris, I think Morocco Solos were outstanding. They showed a great performance and you can see there is a little bit of continuity there. Again, we go back to the concern um, of 
or Linda Price defense. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what it was, right? Yeah. Um, again, if you're a goalkeeper and you make mistakes, it usually does end up as a goal, unfortunately. But uh, just in general, defensively, not not convincing. Look, look, um, Sean. I'll say, I'll say this: if 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 you're a team that wants to do certain things different, you want to start the ball from the back. You want to build up those type of things for you to actually become perfect, or you know, there's or maybe to create a lot of fluidity from it. It's gonna take time. You, you, you have Fofori that comes from a team that necessarily doesn't play from the back. You've got Klajwai Tyson that comes from a team that necessarily doesn't play from the back. You've got Nyauza at the back that you can't play the ball from the back. You've got your happy jelly that tries to play from the ball from the back. You don't have enough defenders at the back that are very comfortable in trying to play the ball from, start building up from the back. But therefore, you have a goalkeeper that makes a mistake. You're a big team. You need to be able to find ways out to, to, to come back up. You know, you you can see it's just that there's, there's 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 I don't know what was happening. I just hope and I wish because this is one of the teams also that I love. I just hope and wish that certain things changes because when somebody at the London Pirates as a player makes a mistake, you can see the team looks like they're deflated. They looks like they're defeated. They're just giving up already. And I think with with those type of mistakes, I think that's what they, uh, that that I think for me it, it's a moment where it's actually be educational for the team. You know, Ufuri, this is the second time doing such a mistake. Don't play from the back. Just do this. So, so change certain things because as much as you want to implement certain system, personality, especially the age group that you at, it's very difficult to unlearn what you've learned for so many years. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point for sure. But um, in essence, hmm. uh, would you say a couple of players weren't the right signings last season? I'm sure we know what we're talking about. Or would you just say that... Um, like you said, is a bit of a lack of identity or there needs to be one or two more signings that have that balance defensively. To be honest, Sean, I think I think to be I think there's a lot of players that, that they don't deserve to to be mentioned actually. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um there's there's a lot of players that need to understand what it takes to to not just to sign for Lana Paris but but to play regularly. Yeah. And, and 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 playing regularly and also to produce results, mm. and 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 on top of that, not many players understand what the what the fans demands from them. So it becomes one of those situations where, as a footballer, you find yourself in a very comfortable situation. You're just happy to be there. You forgot what brought you there. Mm. And I think there's a lot of players at the London Pirates that they they I think they hit the ceiling, they hit the roof. They can't they can't bring out the best performance. They might be training very well. But once they wear the the, the the official jersey to come onto the pitch, it becomes a different story. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's either the it's either the leadership is wrong or or, or there's there's lack of confidence within the players themselves. I think there's there's certain things that needs to be addressed. And I think I, I, with, with certain players, with, especially with the leadership skills that they have, you know, the presence that they have on the pitch, I think they need to start taking responsibility. Mm. You know, being a, you know, there's certain players that you, you, you know, naturally because of your talent, your responsibility will naturally come to you. I think there are players that need to take that responsibility without saying, without wearing arm belt. You know, at, at a big team like Colonel Pirates, you don't need one captain. You don't need you don't need just one person wearing an arm belt to lead the team. You need everybody to be, take responsibility and accountability. And I think that's the like that's one thing, one of the aspects that lacks within uh, within the game, within their game is. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that it's it's very different training. Uh, you could be the, the world's best trainer, but actually getting on that pitch and putting that that, that part shirt on, you need to perform, right? So a lot of Sean, are, Sean Roberts, yeah. I've trained with many players like that. Mm. In my life, I played with you. You like oh, this place. 
fucking amazing. Mm. He needs to play come weekend. You know, sometimes I'll even say I don't mind sitting outside. I just want to watch him play. The way he trained, he needs to. You know, I've always want to be one of being. I've always been one of those people that if somebody trained, you know, you can see the progression of somebody, and and you can see that this week nothing. He was unstoppable. I think I've always been that type of a guy that this guy needs to be given a chance, guys. Let's let's give him because I've also I was one of those guys that was you know crying and begging for an opportunity to play. And you find that player has been given a chance. He's, he's forever on the pitch. He's there. His jersey is so dirty within 10 minutes. You've, it's, I've, I've experienced that. So you're right. There are world best trainers, but it, when it comes to the game, and imagine with the, with I, I think also there's certain people that need to take responsibility within within the players themselves. Imagine imagine they 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 putting out such performances. They're getting away with so much, and the fans are not back yet at the stadium. Mm. For me, for me as a person that was booed by 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 by, by, by my own fans at the London Pirates, I I know the demands of the club. Mm. So now, most I've been saying since last season, most of the players that are playing for big teams in this country, they're getting away with a mediocre performance because the fans are not back. There's not enough pressure from the fans. So yeah, how did you deal with that? The crooked brief from your own fans. You know, that's been pretty intense. It was intense and it was heartbreaking because now you, you I mean, the players themselves, they, they couldn't understand, they couldn't comprehend it because you in that situation where where you know what's going on, but the fans, they, they've got a different uh, narrative because what was in the media already that I don't want to play for the team I want to leave but they don't understand the, the fights that I've been having within the club itself and for me even 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 if, no matter what anybody can say I respected the club I respected the badge I respected my job when when I was required to come to work I I was at the work when I was required to play I would play whether I play well or not but I'll play you know, and I'll pray with so much pride, but because because the responsibility was given to me by fans and because of also the talent that I had, I automatically assumed responsibility. And when the team wasn't performing well, it was me. Even though at times it was difficult to, to, to understand that, but those are type of responsibilities that when you are a talented player, those are type of responsibility that comes to you. For me, yes, it was it was it was very educational. At the time, I needed to, to get through it. There was no way that I could hide. I'm not a player that will hide on the pitch, so I had to play. So, so it's just it's one of those situations where now Lano Pirates um, uh, are players that are playing right now. They need to understand that once the fans are back on the, to the pitch, it's going to be a very total different mood, and, and and they need to start picking up points right now. They need to start playing well. They need to go back to 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 find themselves and 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 actually find the reason why they're there. And once they remember the reasons why they're there. And more, hopefully, you know, they'll start performing well. Because I, I really, really want to see Orlando Pirates perform well. Yeah, yeah, so, so do I. Uh, I've got a soft spot for them. Um, uh, just quickly moving on to uh, Arrows versus Supersport. Um, I think Supersport let it slip, right? I, 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 yeah, for me, it was a dead rubber, that game. Yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Like, I could, I could, I could go and watch the car and come back and nothing on that game yeah. would have changed. It yeah. was exhausting mentally just to watch, um, but also on the other side, you know, I was expecting a lot from SuperSport mm. um, because they still have the same coach. The core of the team is still there, and there's a lot of continuity within SuperSport. Yes, yeah. you can say that with Arrows as well, but there's a lot. Uh, the, the technical stuff has changed. The different philosophy that they needed to adjust to, and there was not enough time because preseason is not enough time. Sure. And 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 you, you're expecting a lot, of, a little bit of maybe. Uh, you know, super sport maybe for me, Sean. 
you have Brittle Robler that has scored so many goals within the last two seasons. Last two seasons. Forget about when he was injured. The last two seasons. Then you need to create a system that will bring out the best in him because he's your go-to guy. So now here you come. Build a team around him. Exactly. Now here, here you are. You're playing against Golden Arrows. He's 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 playing as a lopsided left. Then you're playing um 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 Gabuza as a striker. Uh, I, I didn't. I, it didn't make sense to me. But yet again, you know, they made a couple of subs, changed the game. And the game now started being interesting. But it's just that for me, I, I expected more from 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 Super Sport. But yet again, you know, arrows went through. Yeah, uh, interesting weekend. Uh, we'll chat about the games that are coming up in a few moments. Um, but from there, we move on to Money Minute. Right here, eight, that's eight million rand. Now I see nine, that's nine. Nine point five, no ten. That's ten million rand going once, going twice. Sold, that's ten million rand to the man in the blue suit. Welcome to the Money Minute on the car wash. Money Minute is the section where we talk about what the latest financial stories that have hit the headlines this week. And without doubt, uh, we've got to touch on the sale of Bloom Celtic uh, tackle. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it's easy for us to say, I mean, how, how can a club with so much history sell? We saw the best bits, bits um, etc, etc. But you look at the reality and doc, what the doctor calls a said, he says, um, you know, if, 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 in essence, if a team cannot afford to be run, it needs to sell. And whoever can afford to buy that, we've got to seriously look at that. And that's what's happened, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. So so basically, Plum Celtic um, and sold to Royal AM, bringing an ex- an end to the existence of the much loved Free State team. Mm. The PSL has explained that the club previously known as, uh, known as Plum Celtic will participate in DSTB Premiership as Royal AM in the upcoming 21-22 season, with its home venue being Chatsworth Stadium. Furthermore. The club previously known as Royal AM will participate in the Glad Africa Championship as TTM <laughs> with its home venue at Toyota. Chakuma! What is your take on this? They, they are, Chakuma is back for popular demand. <laughs> These guys love it, eh? And, and, <laughs> and the, the thing with that is uh, with, the, um, with the TTM purchasing Royal AM, they now take over all the issues what Royal AM have been dealing with. So all the unpaid, uh, when uh, Royal AM have been to court with the PSL, there's still outstanding monies, not pitching up for the game. There's still outstanding money. And TTM have actually taken over all of that, mm-hmm. which is uh, very, very bizarre, especially being in the Glad Africa Championship. I just, I don't get these guys. What's your take on all of this? Uh, especially the sale of Bloom Celtic, because that's, um, for them to relocate now, it's, you know, obviously there's a massive fan base in Bloom. Um, I know playing away in Bloom was always a treat. Didn't always get the best results. Very tough team to to beat, but uh, the fans were there in, in their thousands. It's it's not cool. Not Ayoba. Not Ayoba at all. Um, the question is, Sean, is is this going to be the trend? Because last season at, we were having the same conversation about Vets. Scary. Uh, and 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 now we 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 speaking about Bloemfontein Celtics with so much history. Mm. And uh, it's, I think it's one of those clubs yeah. that belongs to the fans, that fans, uh, when you go to Bloemfontein and play, you, you feel the, the presence of the fans, you know, they, I think they're the most vocal fans in, in the country. And, and Bloemfontein Celtics as well, you know, it has produced so many players. 
and and there's a lot of history within the club mm. even though there's been different ownership but the history has always been the same and and it and, and it always felt the same to to the fans as well you know for for this to happen uh, for me I'm not surprised because even last season there were speculations and 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 I remember as well um team Sugazi nearly bought with the Celtics yes. so it's always been on the uh, on the on the verge of selling because of the financial issues that they have but yet again business is business at the end of the day I just feel sorry for Bloomington people you know not having their own club um but it's just that with pandemic and 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 all the type of stuff for me right now I understand um even though I would have loved to 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 still have your Bloomington Celtics within the club to still have Bert University uh within the club but anyway um with, with the sales I think it's it's weird for me to see those type of things when you're still pending issues you took people to high court you did what you had to do fighting for your club rightfully so mm. and in the midst of all that you 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 realize that you couldn't get to where you wanted to go you you buying yourself into it you buy the PSL status yes that's 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 business also on the other side but it's just the people that are suffering from all these things that are happening uh footballers the players look, the players themselves because yeah. you look at you look you look at the um, at the um, At, at what happened at Bloemfontein, you get to be told on the day that the team has been sold. Players need to, players need to be in Durban by this afternoon. Those who are using cars, they need to drive. Those who don't have cars will make a plan for you. And, and families, small families. Exactly, you know. Not guaranteed of being part of the squad next season. You know, you know the human side of it. I think it, it it's gone, and I think it's one one of those things that in football now is slowly dying. The human side of, of football is it, it's gone. It's all about business and business, business all day. So now this players now have to go to Real AM. You you look at the players that are in Real AM as well that were fighting to get into the PSL, they're fighting for the contracts. Now you've got 60 players. Now you need to cut most of the people that are going to lose jobs uh merely because of a bad bad business decision from Max from Bloemfontein mm. but yet again here comes TTM that was struggling within the PSL um um to pay players to have enough uh, players registered to to all players you know there's there's a story of this club and then it comes back again and buy the Clare Africa Championship within a space of two days or so. So I think the business itself, I don't know the context of it. I don't know what the rules are saying, but I think that should, we should have a stricter rule where we we actually realize or we 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 spoke about this last season where we actually scan the people that are buying these teams, whether they can be they can afford to to keep those teams there. Yeah. Because a lot of the teams that comes in excitement, yes, they buy, they bought the team, but now they they have a budget that is way over, and then they can't they, they can't pay the players anymore because they want to sign everybody that is available with with bigger contracts and all that type of stuff. The business is not right. I think with mom with mom Kiza that bought that bought the club, it's 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 beautiful to see um, um, a female person, you know, back into the P- the PSL has been a while. Mm-hmm. And 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 let's see what Real AM has because now they are, they are under pressure because of the scandals that have been going through. I think they are under pressure to perform very well. It will be sad for them to come in within one season and being relegated. But the reality of football is in the PSL, it is very 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 difficult, and you need to proper you need a proper proper plan. 
and I don't think Royal AM has a proper plan because you look at you look, you look at the duration of the of of, of the deal. You, you look at now the turnaround times because they do have a fixture this Sunday. Mm-hmm. We don't know which players are going to show up. We don't know. Um, there haven't been a release um, a statement from 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 Royal AM as to which players they're willing to take onto their books. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Those players from Bloemfontein need to get there, get accommodation. That there's a lot of headaches at Royal AM. I don't want to be at Royal AM right now, but I think they're under pressure. We'll see how they perform. But it's just that for me, the sales of of all these legendary clubs, you know, with so much history, it becomes a trend. And for me, it's scary. Um, the question is, who's selling nexus? That's the thing. What's what's yeah, who's next? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, not great, but it is what it is. We, we move on to the the international news desk. This was pre-recorded with our international news correspondent Kurt Buckfield. Uh, this is what was said earlier. We are joined now by Sokla Duma's international news correspondent, Kurt Buckerfield. Kurt, how are you doing? Good, thanks, Aiden. How are you, man? I'm all good, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. So let's get straight into things with Cristiano Ronaldo and his future. Um, there have always been rumors about this guy, especially in recent times, and I guess it comes with the profile. But recently we've seen rumors of a potential return to Madrid. I know Ancelotti apparently said he wants him there, but then he came out saying, well, we can't do that. PSG have also been mentioned, and obviously Manchester City as well. I think those three clubs are the big ones. Ronaldo has now come out and broken his silence on this matter, saying that his future needs to be respected and whatnot. But Kurt, what I want to ask you is what is actually going on here? Could we see CR7 leave the old lady or will the Portuguese stay in Turin? Um, look, I think that it's going to come down to whether there are any suitors. I don't think that, you know, you mentioned Manchester City. Um, rumors this week said that his agent has offered um, Ronaldo, or his, his client Ronaldo, to Manchester City. But we know that Manchester City are desperate to sign Harry Kane. So that yes. kind of rules out a move for Ronaldo. Then Ancelotti comes out and rules out a move for um, Ronaldo, saying that he has never, he hasn't contacted Ronaldo. You know, he, he respects him and admires him, um, but he has not made any contact with Ronaldo, um, shutting down those rumors. And then also um, PSG. You know, while Ronaldo's been heavily linked with them in recent years, they've obviously just signed Messi and they are desperate to keep Kylian Mbappe, which would, yes. uh, you know, if Kylian Mbappe signed a new deal or if he was confirmed to be staying, it would rule out a move for Ronaldo. Um, so so it's probably going to come down to whether there, are, there is a team lined up or a team um, is trying to sign him. And I don't think that that is the case. Ronaldo still has a year remaining on his deal um, in Italy. Um and you know it's going to require a transfer fee to get him away from Juventus, and it doesn't look like there's any club right now willing to do that. It wouldn't be a massive transfer fee because Ronaldo is 36 and he only has 12 months remaining on his deal. Um, it would probably be in the region of 25, 30 million, um, which you know isn't a big fee considering it's Cristiano Ronaldo. It's an absolute steal. It's, it's a steal, but it just looks like um, there isn't a team right now vying for his signature. Um, and also, can we just talk about how, I don't know if you read his statement, it was just a bunch of nothing. 
I kind of laughed as soon as I saw it on social media. You know, Ronaldo breaks his silence or clears up his future, and at not at, at no point in that statement does he actually say that I'm staying at Juventus. He doesn't say yes. that I'm focused on Juventus. He says um, I'm focused on my future. Um, I'm you know the, these these rumors are disrespectful to me and the clubs involved. But at no point does he actually make it clear what his future is, um, which is very funny to me. And also. Very clearly, that statement was not written by him either. Um, you know, the use of the word frivolous and all these things. It's so it's definitely a, a PR move there, um, which is why I think that the the, the choice of words um, was so particular. And you know, they they're being very careful with what they say. They're not saying Ronaldo is definitely staying at Juventus. Um, it, it seems like with that breaking of his silence, he hasn't ruled out a move either. Um, so yeah, I don't think he's going to be be getting a move. Um, but look, I've seen reports, and I, again, Aiden, I don't know how true these things are, but that maybe Ronaldo feels slightly um, left out of the conversation with Messi having joined PSG now. Um, it, it, you know, M- Messi joining PSG it does give them a great chance of sustainable success, at least for yes. like two or three seasons, um, and, of course, in which they could potentially win the Champions League for the first time. Um, ever with a front three of Neymar, actually Mbappe, and Messi. Mm. I mean, if you're a defender, you're gonna shit yourself. Yeah, and then they have a really good midfield, and they have a really good defense. Um, once everyone's fit, so it does really give them a chance of winning titles. And I think that um, you know Ronaldo might feel stuck at Juventus. I think that's maybe the way we could describe Ronaldo's current situation. Maybe he feels stuck there. You know, they haven't been able to kick on since he arrived. They haven't been able to make a real go of winning the Champions League. Um, they've, in fact, done no better in Europe um, with Ronaldo than what they did without Ronaldo. And I think that maybe he feels like right now his his moment's gone. Maybe he wanted to go to PSG. PSG definitely would have signed Ronaldo if he was available, or if, oh, yes. uh, or, or try to sign him um, if if Messi wasn't available. Um, so it seems like they were holding out, waiting to see what was going to happen with Messi. And as soon as he, um, or it was clear that Barcelona could not register him, they pounced. But maybe had that not happened, they would have tried to go for Ronaldo, who, um, you know, until this very day, has not ruled out leaving Juventus. Um, so interesting, can't wait to see what happens. But um, right now, I'm inclined to say that he's probably not going to be going anywhere. Okay, Kurt, let, let's move on to some games that we saw over this past weekend, specifically Barcelona and Manchester United. Let's start off with Barcelona as, well, they've been in the news a lot recently. Mm-hmm. What a performance by Brathwaite. You know, people have come out on social media and dubbed him Lionel Brathwaite. <laughs> um, in my opinion, definitely an underrated striker. Um, you know, he came out of nowhere plays for Denmark I think it is didn't really get much limelight with with Messi being there and whatnot but he's he's come through the ranks I can give him that so now with Messi gone and Brathwaite starting off the season phenomenally could we see a new Barcelona this year look I think that it's going to be easier for a lot of players at Barcelona this season um it's hard when you play with such um a high profile um footballer like Messi or such a legend you know he's like synonymous with Barcelona he is Barcelona or he was Barcelona um, and and to outshine him 
you know, on his own turf is going to be impossible. And that's why players like Coutinho and Griezmann have, have found it difficult in recent seasons. And I think like Brathwaite is the perfect kind of personality for that because he's he's of lower profile, um, meaning lower expectations. Um, and he kind of just gets his head down and gets on with things. So I think that Brathwaite is the perfect kind of player to thrive in this new environment at Barcelona. But don't be surprised to see the likes of Coutinho and Griezmann um, and, and maybe Dembele, you know, if these players, of course, aren't sold due to Barcelona's financial issues. Yeah. Um, don't be surprised to see those players step up and maybe take their individual performances to different levels with Messi gone. Because, as I said, you know, of course, Messi was so important to the way Barcelona played and they would have loved to keep him. But um, Messi performing at that level week in and week out means that other players can't really uh, reach that same um level of performance it's just it's you know you can't have everybody shining at the same time um, and especially when you've got this intimidating figure that is Lionel Messi even though he's a quiet you know introvert um, it's Lionel Messi you know from the club's ranks um, youth ranks um, into the first team best player in the world arguably the best player of all time it's it's really difficult to play with somebody like that you you want to please them you want to give them the ball at all times you want them to like you and all these stresses and pressures come with that you know um, so I think that a lot of players at Barcelona will step up and, and will improve. And I actually think they're going to have a good season. Amazing. Okay, Kurt, listen, we're running out of time here. So let me just squeeze this one question in about the Manchester United-Leeds match. Obviously, United came off victorious 5-1 there. Um, I want to mention Paul Pogba. I mean, just th- that's what that's what we want and that's what we need, right? Match-winning performance, in my opinion. Four assists in their, in their game there. I don't know if you saw this, but Graham Souness mentioned after the game that he thought Greenwood was the man of the match. And in his eyes, what Pogba did was expected from a player who cost £100 million. Do you agree with what Souness had to say? <laughs> I think that that's a bit of, uh, you know, Souness is playing on what what is being said in, in social media circles. You know, there's this thing between Pogba and Souness. Souness has always been super harsh when talking about Pogba. Pogba came out and said he doesn't even know who Graham Souness is. <laughs> so I think that there's definitely an agenda there. Um, I do think that he probably has a point, maybe, you know, of a player who cost 89 million, um, you, you would expect that kind of thing. But, you know, that being said, you still have to praise that footballer when he is able to do that. Um, you know, at, at such a high level. And, you know, he's coming off the back, Pogba's coming off the back of a very good Euros where he was playing those kinds of passes five times a match. So for him to be carrying that form for France um, over to Manchester United and it resulting in, you know, four goals. I mean, those passes, that one to Greenwood in, in particular was just like, you know... To the team. It's incredible. It's incredible. You don't see footballers or many footballers and pull off those kinds of passes. And, and Pogba has that in his lockout. Love to see it more consistently, and I'm sure we will this season um, if he stays. But um, yeah, incredible. Love that that game. Obviously, shout out to Bruno Fernandes for his hat trick. <laughs> um, no, uh, how can we let that one go? Incredible, ahead? incredible performance. Yeah. So, so later in the show, Teco and Sean are going to uh, do a bit of a prediction here. United versus Southampton. What are what are you saying for that one? I'm going to say United four 0 Aiden. Four 0 Another four assists by Pogba. You saying? <laughs> I hope so. Fantastic. Hope so. All right, Kurt. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. That was Kurt Buckerfield, Soccer Duma International News Correspondent. Have a fantastic day further. Cheers, bud. Teko, I think the 
the, the biggest story of the week, without a doubt, was uh, Joe Zimbauer leaves Pirates with immediate effect. Um, did you see this coming? Uh, what, uh, what, you know what, it, let's start with the, the, the fans' voice notes of who they think should replace uh, Joseph Zimbabwe. This is what you guys had to say. I think it's so unfair that coach say Joseph Zimbabwe just left the Pirates at the start of the season. But uh, I, I would suggest coach Craig Davids does a continuation away with the team. Pirates will just look for an accomplished foreign coach. I do not think that there is any local coach who can succeed in Pirates. And now that I'm looking down on local coaches, but we've tried that experiment before and we failed dismally. So it's not a matter of question of who, because we can just take anyone, but it's a matter of what has that person achieved. We need an achiever, we need a winner, a proven winner. Penny McCarthy. That person who can take over. I think we need a strong coach uh, who can be able to drive the, the team forward to ensure that we win trophies. At least we compete for the DSTV Premiership and also the NetBank Cup. And then we are also going to play in Africa. So I would wish that the coach that's going to come through, I wish for Denden Malisela or Benny McCarthy, somebody who's strong, who's got a strong leadership, um, who's capable to drive the team into winning trophies. So yeah, I mean, in essence, uh, a lot of the guys, a lot of the fans are saying there's no one really local they can look at to replace Zimbabwe. Um, Tekor, did you did you see this coming? Um, uh, let's just start off with what the press has said on Monday. The Buccaneers confirmed that Zimbabwe has resigned from his role as the club's head coach with immediate effect following Saturday's empty in the eight quarterfinals against Morocco Swallows FC. The former Hamburg manager took charge of 68 matches during his spell at Pirates winning 35 of his encounters at the helm and guided the club to its first trophy in more than eight years by winning the 2020 MTN uh, 8 title. Zimbabwe also boasted the most uh, or the best points per game ratio, which is 1.84 of any manager since August, Augusto Palacios' brief stint in 2012 and the best of any other coach with 50 or more matches at the, at the club in the period in between. So despite Zimbabwe holding the best percentage ratio of all previous coaches to hold the last 10 head coach positions, he was still sent packing. Your opinion take on this? Yeah, uh, I I don't know whether he's, he's at the airport right now catching his flight back home. Or listening to us. <sighs> or listening to us. Jason? <laughs> Look, um, everybody was excited when, when Orlando Paris started doing well when he came through. Um, I think he was, everybody thought he was the answer. Um, he was a lot, what exactly Lana Pirates were looking for, and uh, we could see the exciting football that they were playing. And uh, I don't know what happened. I think because of the failure of last season, I think that's 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 one thing. I think with Lana Pirates, you 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 uh, you can't get away with 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 not getting better results no. week in week out. Not winning know? trophies, and and winning trophies as well. You know, yes, he won. He won MTN eight, mm. but uh, but also you're looking at, at at how much money. I think it's. I don't remember Orlando Pirates spending so much money in the past season like they did last season. You look at how much they spend in bringing in players. You know, mm. you know, making the team stronger. And uh, you know, the reason for you to do that is to win the league, to play in the Champions League. You know, to of be course. dominant. And and that didn't happen, so it becomes a failure because you've invested so much within the club. 
And of course, um, there was a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of mistakes within the club. I think we spoke about the personalities that are within the club itself. You know, that sometimes there's a lack of cohesion within the players. There's lack of identity within the club itself mm. when they play, and 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 those also affect because now you have uh, fans that are very emotionally invested within the club itself. So they'll forever be very, very vocal. A lot of Paris fans will never keep quiet and. Uh, and I think also you, you maybe they, they had to look at what's what's the possible, you know, uh, solution since they brought in um, 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 coaching Lagazi and they do have uh, Fatli Davids as well that mm. understands the culture of the players. That understands. Just, just quickly, take, let me jump in. Do you think the fans wanted Jay-Z? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, 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 you listen to, to people around, you know, irrespective of how London Pirates played or the results. You know, you, you could sense that they're not happy with with, with Zimbabwe, maybe because of his selection, and and also we need to we need we need to point out the fact that he was also unfortunate in in so many instances where he, all of his strikers were were not available, and 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 the problem is when they were available, he will still continue to not playing them. Like for for instance, over the weekend, he he continued without playing with a number nine, and uh, he had uh, Capagino Mango on the bench. So, so you start questioning a lot of things, you know, little, little, little things that that makes a whole lot of difference within the club itself. You, mm-hmm. you're looking at his subs against uh, against um, uh, Swallows as well, where he took out Sam and Euster. He brought in Shandu and um, I don't remember. He brought in Shandu and who he replaced basically le- uh, a left back and a full back, and he replaced them with another left back and a full back. Mm. So you. Sense. Yeah, and you two kneel down. You're chasing the game, so you 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 question a lot of things. You 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 question the intention of what is it exactly that is trying to do, and especially if you're a coach that hasn't proved himself in that way, everybody's going to question you, you know. And I think it was one of those situations where Orlando Paris needed to to nip it in the bud as early as possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, because in most cases, and maybe in big clubs, when you lose a dressing room, these are the type of things that happens. So, so maybe you know. I, I, I just, I just don't know. I haven't spoken to any of Orlando Pirates players. I haven't spoken to any Orlando Pirates official. But it's just it is one of those situations where there was a lot of uncertainty even last season. You know, there's always rumors that Jay Z must go, Benick should come. There's always been one of those situations where somebody saying something about Orlando Pirates, especially with with the head coach. And I think with coaching Gazi coming in, it was a very strategic move. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and let's see what happens. Let's see who's, who's going to be given that role as a head coach, and let's see how things might change. Because it's gonna, it's it's for me. It's not late. It's mm. not too early. You still have time if you, because you're out of the cup already. So your biggest attention now should be the league, and the league is a marathon. Yeah. And 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 the and and let's see how they're willing to change. Let's see if the coach that's going to be given that responsibility will it change a lot of personalities within the club within the starting lineup will other players come in and show who they you know what they're capable of so it's going to be very interesting i think Orlando Pirates will, will be we are some of us who are football fans i think will be looking with a microscopic guy and um in take on Madisa's opinion anyone that you think fits that role that has previously potentially been in, in South Africa or not, or a local coach, or anyone that you see is going to uh, surprise us, possibly? Look, uh, with Atlanta Pirates, I would, I would, for me right now, 
I, I would I would give uh, your Fadlu and 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 coaching guys as co-coaches. I would give them that opportunity. Um, um, you know, I'll give them time. I'll give them mandate, of course. Uh, for me, finding a a an European coach is it's it's not a solution. I'll tell you why. Because now you rebuilding again. It's gonna take time for him to come into the country, readjust understand what the club is about understand the culture understand the players that yeah, takes the time it's a big one right it's a big one it's yeah. it is a big one you need to because 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 when you're a coach you're not just a coach of tactics you're not just a coach you're not just a trainer you need to understand the personalities you need to know what's wrong with a certain player just by looking at him you know you need to understand those type of things and for you to know that you need to be long in the game especially in south african football to know how these players uh, uh, react and I think you do have coaches that worked very well at the small clubs with not so much talent. Give them opportunities because at some point, any great coach, at some point he was new, he was given a chance. So if we're saying that these coaches are not experienced enough or they not have the personality that is big enough to, to do great things on the line of Pirates, there's a lot of coaches when they started, they didn't have the such personalities. And those who had such personalities, they never lasted anyway. So I think it's it's about time that the learner parts look at look at home, look at what is it that they can do. But also what's 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 also nice as well is you do have coaches that speaks the language. I think that's 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 one thing that's also important, the communication. You do have the coach that speaks the coaching that speaks the language, speaks mm -hmm. the you know, can understand so many guys, you know, any guy that has um, 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 questions about how they need to play there or lack of understanding there is, you know, a chain where they can find solutions by speaking to the coach. And I think as a Whoever that's going to be taking that hot seat, you need to be able to communicate with the players because at the end of the day, those players are the ones that are going to do your job for you. Yeah, I 100% uh, agree. Um, let's move on that text. Uh, I was going to speak about this last week, but we, we ran out of time. Um, so, Peter Shavalava has made a, or Amazulu have made a decision regarding his future. Um, he's left, they haven't taken up the option. Uh, uh, Benny has thanked Shaba for. Uh, always being helpful and being phenomenal. Um, but I think having a Shaba there in the team, then you lose the potential of a, a Moremi or, or a Shange. We've got a lot of youngsters coming through. And if you hold on to the senior players, the young players will not get there in time. Um, I mean, obviously, that's 100% correct. Um, it's always nice to have a, a personality like that in the change room, I'm sure. But I think you only played with six games in the first season. Uh, if that's... Uh, um, did you see this coming? I, 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 I certainly did. Um, and what's next for Shaba? Has he hung up his boots or what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I think it was clear last season when, when he wasn't given enough game time. Yeah. I think it was it was clear that uh, um, what where the team is going, where it, it wants to go and our type of players are, that were very important within the club itself. Mm. And, uh, and those players proved numerous times that they are capable of doing the job hence where Amazulu ended in the league and 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 of course with with, with how Benny uh, operates it's 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 one of those guys that is willing to give everybody a chance and uh, if if you're not gonna work hard or if he's you're not part of his plans he'll make it known um, and I think it's one of those cases, it's just that it's unfortunate with such experience and with such an important person in South African football 
but also it goes back again to the coaches of exactly what they want to do, how mm. they want to, how they want to, you know, proceed with their teams and and the players that need to be brought in. And it's just it's just unfortunate that uh, that uh, with this uh, with with Shaba what he has done, you know, he could have been, you know, it's unfortunate that we didn't give him or we didn't see enough of him at at, at Amazulu what he's capable of still. Um, I'm not sure yet whether he will retire or. You continue playing. I think that's the story that we all of us need to watch it unfold. And okay. they still has to probably maybe come out as well and make a statement. Or if he, if he doesn't, I don't know. But I haven't asked him personally because yeah. the reason is uh, at, at at the stage of your career, he's matured enough to know exactly what is it that he wants to do. And um, and and for me as well as a fan, we're all waiting to see what he's going to do. But it would be nice to see him play again to continue playing again because I think you know it's been a while since we've seen Shaba play so I think it will be great to see him play but but you can see where Amazon is going chief it's 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 you look at the signings that they've done this season they mean business and 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 also it's also fair when you're not in, in the coach's plans it, it's also fair for him and for the club to tell you unlike keeping you without using you I think that frustrates players more I think uh, for me, I've always preferred honesty, and 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 I just hope that with Shaba's experience, we'll, ex- we'll understand the honesty that the club has given him, and let's see what he does next. Yeah, uh, interesting times ahead for sure. Um, I, I was going to touch on the Percy Town situation, but um, we'll keep that for next week and just keep our eye on that. He obviously wasn't involved in uh, Brighton's game this weekend, and the head coach has said that he wasn't involved for personal reasons. So. We'll keep an eye on that and what is happening with Al Ahri. And if you've listened last week, you know our feelings about that. But we'll touch on that next week for sure. But let's quickly move on to place our bets. A um, couple of games coming up, not just in the PSL, but the English Premier League. Um, take a Amazuli Mamelodi Sundowns. Sheesh! Prediction, please. Uh, prediction, I'm uh, Sundowns to win. Sundowns to win. I'm going with the Sundowns win for sure as well. Uh, Cape Town Sydney versus Supersports United. This should be a decent game. Yeah, it always gives us that. But but I'm not I'm not convinced in how Supersport performed. Not at all. Mm. And um, um, I think I, I think it's going to be a narrow win for Cape Town City. Yeah, I'm going for uh, yeah I'm going for an entertaining draw. I think um, I think Supersport will shape things up. They have to from the, the weekend's performance. Um, but yeah, I'm going for an entertaining draw. Maybe a two-all draw from my side. Uh, let's move on to the Premier League. Arsenal versus Chelsea. Who's your money on? Chelsea. Big derby. Big derby. I'm not a Chelsea fan, but with this one, I'll go with Chelsea. I mean, yeah, that's not. Come on. Gotta be Chelsea, man. Come on. Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Arsenal really need to shake their. Sort this I would say. Um, yeah, it's been years though, yo. Yeah, I think since Wenger left, they've been struggling, eh? Yeah. Um, and Man United versus Southampton. Um, I'll go with Man United. Merely because of, um, of of how they performed in the first game, you know, mm. with, with with so many goals, with such confidence, I think it, it becomes, and you know how how it is in the EPL. Once you get that, you know, ball rolling, it becomes very difficult to stop it. So, yeah. I think I think when you uh, they'll do the business against Southampton. Yes, I 100% agree. And uh, United looking very very good. Or even just been one game, but. Uh, Let's see how that unfolds. Um, let's move on to this week in football history. Today we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. 
On the 19th of August 2005, midfielder Michael Essien moved from Lyon to Chelsea. The £26 million transfer fee made him the Blues record signing at the time and ended a three-month battle between the two clubs for the players' services. On the 20th of August 2003, Cristiano Ronaldo made his first appearance for Portugal in a 1-0 victory over Kazakhstan. At only 18 years old, he was clearly a star in the making for the national team, having already played 25 times for Portugal's youth teams and scoring 11 goals. And just 10 days before his senior international debut, he completed a high-profile move from Sporting to Man United. And on 23rd of August 2008, Argentina won their second straight Olympic gold, beating Nigeria 1-0 with a goal from Angel de Maria. The two teams met previously in a 1996 gold medal game, won by Nigeria 3-2 with a 90, 90th minute strike from Emmanuel Amuneke. That is this week's football history. And from there, we're moving to car of the This week. And this week we're moving to Paul Pogba's Rolls Royce Rough. The spot of last week coming for training with this new beast. The Rolls-Royce Wrath targeted at the uber-rich and not the uber-dependent. The 2021 Rolls-Royce Wrath offers the most utmost in luxury and comfort. All models of this dramatically styled coupe come with a V12 engine, rear hinge doors and a signature spirit of ecstasy hood ornament. Beyond that, buyers can customize their chariots in all sorts of ways, making their wraths into commissioned works of art. And much like commissioned works of art, the piece of ownership is steep, but you probably already guessed that much. It's a Rolls Royce after all. The highs, it's a supple ride, it's ultra luxurious interior and highly customizable. The lows, it's gas guzzling powertrain, missing some driver assistance tech and the eye-popping price. The verdict, largely handmade and beautifully styled, the Rolls-Royce Wrath is the definition of a bespoke luxury coupe, coming in starting at a whopping 8 million rand, and that is before you do all your bells and whistles, but I still give it a 9.5 out of 10 because it is absolutely bloody beautiful. Yeah, it is, man, right? But Teko, if we want one of those, my friend, we need some motivation, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's my opportunity to motivate people. Okay. <laughs> I would say um, here's one for me this week. It's never let anybody who hasn't been in your shoes tell you how to tie your laces. Ooh. From oh Teko Modese. Aye. To the point. <laughs> Sounds very Aye. good. I'm telling you, my English today. Uh, <laughs> Your English has improved since you've been in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Choice. For sure. Thank you, Tex. Um, and that's how we wrap up episode 85 of The Car Wash. Whether you've been listening on SL Podcasts at CZA, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Mikey King 96.7 Game Time, thank you for tuning in. I have been your host, Mr. Sean Roberts, and that has been my good friend, Mr. Teko Medise. I wish on this and we will see you same time, same place next week in Kozikakulu. Peace. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car.